salute, salute. I am your host, JF Bay. This is the world's greatest podcast. Third Eye High, a higher consciousness of a flyer culture. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. We're going to cover another powerful build like we always do. I'm just here to shine my light your way, to help you find your light switch, and keep your light lit. So salute to everyone on the check-in. Again, I am your host, J.F. Bay, and this is the part three of the trilogy, right? Between, uh, you know, the Kyrie and the Ye situation, dealing with uh, the so-called anti-Semitism, right? So this would be part three of that trilogy, right? So first I had, uh, on the podcast, we had Lynching 2.0, Kyrie Kari and Ye, a public lynching. And this final one, Year Gods, right? To play on words too, because Year Gods, right? And Ye, which would be spelled and pronounced just like Ye, right? But it's 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 a, a prophecy, what we're kind of dealing with, right? Why these brothers are catching uh so much flack they've been catching in the media, right? So now, year gods, right? There is um, an interview from Ye that he recently put out, and he was speaking of, um, you know, the tactics that they're still at in terms of um, freezing his bank accounts. You know, he went from uh, one bank saying, you know, your money's no good here. Because she said the word Jew and then the next moment, you know, they're freezing bank accounts and forging signatures and stealing designs. And, you know, a lot of this stuff is all by design. Right. In terms of. All of the celebrities that, you know, have their uh, monetary gain or their millions in the bank or, you know, shit like that, uh, they're kept on a short leash. And their fame or their wealth, you know, accumulated because of the fame is uh, looked at as like allowance money, right? Allowance money. You know how your parents give you allowance money and, you know, <laughs> you don't behave. They take the allowance away or you stop getting allowance money. That's kind of like what it is with the celebrities, right? Well, you'll see them in Forbes and, you know, he's worth a hundred million and he's worth a billion. And, you know, we don't never <laughs> see any of this shit, right? It's, it's a publication that can just make anybody rich just by printing your name in the magazine right so what we see is this we see a situation where if you're not pushing an agenda that's uh, agreed upon they will stop your money instantaneously right now we've seen what happened with Kyrie when they put him out for five games and he ended up being out for like eight games and this cost him millions of dollars right and he still, you know, should be compensated for that because he did the world tour, you know, did all this apologizing and, you know, this whole laundry list of shit they had him do and sit down with uh, uh, Jewish faith based leaders and get a crash course on the Holocaust and all this other crazy shit just for him posting uh, a link to a video that that's being sold on Amazon. And it's still being sold on Amazon. Now, the, the Anti-Defamation League, they they bullied a few people. You know, they got uh, Barnes and Nobles to remove the, the book, right? Because it's also, uh, aside from the documentary, there's a book. 
uh, from Hebrews to Negroes, which was the the uh, the content that uh, Kyrie just tweeted about right he tweeted now how can you hurt somebody with a tweet because if your tweet was hate speech wouldn't twitter pull it wouldn't twitter pull it why didn't they just pull his tweet oh because amazon you know uh also a company <laughs> enthralled with uh jewish businessmen they failed to pull the documentary and they're still selling the content, right? And a matter of fact, they also did anti-defamation league tried to lean on the director of the film to get him to apologize. He said, I'm not apologizing for anything. I can't be anti myself. I can't be anti-Semitic if my people are the true Semites. We are of God's bloodline, right? So now, regardless if you want to subscribe to that, believe that or not, I say it to say this. We watched these brothers get crucified, mostly yay. And then uh, as of recent, uh, Kyrie, we watched them get crucified in the media until they changed their way of thinking. You see how dangerous that is? Change your way of thinking. Because they know that the celebrities have uh, influence, right? And all your social media handles, that's access to the influence so which means these corporations pay these athletes these entertainers these celebrities top dollar because they can use their influence at will to get them to push whatever agenda they want to push you get what i'm saying so they're only there to be talking heads and the corporations feed them the talking points and the minute you deviate from the norm and have your own opinion oh we're going to crucify you you're going to be crucified by public opinion. Now, there was a story with uh, Balenciaga that just recently came out right now. They these are these big companies that, you know, they're making billions of dollars and selling high in fashion, cheap brand clothing, you know, made in fucking sweatshops. But they're, you know, selling it to our people, you know, thousand thousand percent markup. And, you know, they were one of the companies early on to, you know, distance themselves from doing business with yay because of his uh interview on drink champs and they you know first called him anti-semitic right and then on top of that if they're the ones that's you know looking out for people's feelings and all this balenciaga is in some hot water right now they recently pulled two of their ads one of their ads they had a child holding a teddy bear wearing a sex harness make it make sense don't apologize for some shit that you deliberately meant to do they scheduled that photo shoot. Someone paid that child to be in that in that um, that ad. Someone put the sex harness on the teddy bear and told the child to hold the teddy bear and say cheese. Now, in the background of the picture of this ad, disturbing. On the table, you'll see some papers laying on the table, and then if you zoom in, it's transcripts from a court case on pedophilia why the fuck is that placed on the table in an ad when you're using a child what are they promoting who are they silently speaking to see nobody's in an uproar about that balenciaga didn't issue a fucking apology tour they didn't go on an apology tour and just say you know we're sorry for the but but here's the thing 
you can't say sorry for some shit you deliberately set out to do. So now, aside from that, there's another ad with Balenciaga and there's a woman in the ad and she's uh, sitting at a desk and in the background, see, they, they do shit to mess with your subconscious. In the background of the ad, there's a book written by a pedophile. The book is about being in support of pedophilia and the book and the title, you know, the spine of the book is clearly in view. So someone would see that in your subconscious, you would might, you might go looking for that book and don't even know why you're looking for the title. See, they deal in the subconscious realm in terms of they'll put suggestive, suggestive imaging in the movies. They put that shit in cartoons to where your 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 awake mind, right? Your conscious mind doesn't pick it up, but the subconscious, right? And everything happens on the unseen realm first. So no one's protesting. Nobody boycott Balenciaga when you shouldn't be rocking that shit anyway. Like they're high end fucking Skechers sneakers. Like when I be seeing dudes wearing them, like you look like a bozo. Like spent three thousand dollars for a pair of shoes that look like. Skechers, you should have just went to Skechers, got them for 34 bucks. But hey, Balenciaga is supporting child pornography. They since removed the ad that they set a budget aside, <laughs> set production time, wardrobe, props, and all this shit to create these ads. So we as a people will just say, Oh, yeah, yeah, they're sorry, but they dragged Kyrie through the ringer and they made him go on a mean it tour right where you gotta mean that you're fucking sorry you gotta mean it as of right now Kyrie's been back you know he's 29 games 29 points the last game you know and you know won one game lost one he's out there playing for his life on his welcome back tour but you notice in every press conference they still want to see how that apology feels Hey, how, how do you feel apologizing to us, right? They're going to slap him every chance they get. And if you look at him, you know, yeah, you know, I, I met with the Jewish people and this, that, that. You could tell that they force that brother off of his stance. They force that brother off of his beliefs. They bullied him. They probably said, we're going to take everything from you. They already, shit, in a week alone, he's lost almost $10 million. Then you have a situation where... Nike, who's been, you know, doing business with him for eight years. So he apologized, right? Everything's good, right? Because all the, you know, the Anti-Defamation League, after they shook down him and the players for several million dollars and so-called donation extortion money, they allowed him to play again. So if he's playing again, oh, all is well. But Nike still pulled the contract. So they can back out of doing business when you don't support an agenda that they're in a line with. Well, what if we all pulled back and say, you know what? We didn't know Balenciaga supported child affiliate. So now what do we do? We should have that shit pulled off of every shelf and every store on the planet. You notice how when Ye first got into his controversy and Adidas stepped away from him in the gap. And then, you know, because a lot of women is just there for the money. Kim Kardashian was the first one to go public and say, you know, I don't stand with Ye's statements. This is your fucking ex-husband. Still husband, right? Until, you know, the divorce is final. But it's like this dude 
provides a way for y'all to eat. But, but you know, she's going to be good after that because she can always be, you know, the celebrity endorsing whatever the fuck for a couple dollars. So she made it clear. I'm going to throw this nigga under the bus so I can keep my relationships with these people. But then Kim Kardashian is one of the biggest spokesmodels for Balenciaga. Crickets. Why hasn't she she issued a statement that she don't fuck with yay because he, he, he's anti-Semitic when you can't be anti yourself. She was so quick to run to the press and make a statement. Well, where's Kim now? Where's your statement about Balenciaga? Putting out not one, but two ads promoting child pornography and pedophilia. Now, let's go back to this, right? Because here's how they work in all these industries. You remember how when they arrested Harvey Weinstein, like, oh, he's the big bad guy in Hollywood. And he was, you know, basically... Forcing women to sleep with sleep with them to to get movie roles and you know parts and, and and different commercials and shit like that. They got rid of Harvey Weinstein and everybody said, "Oh my God, they drank the swamp. They cleaned up Hollywood." Oh my man, it's a thousand Harvey Weinstein's out there. Did, do you understand? So they'll give you one bad guy, so everybody to say, you know, nothing to see here. So everyone else that was partaking in the shit that was friends with Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> they get to still partake in all the shit they do unencumbered. So now, look at the situation. The, the uh, what was her name? Giselle, Giselle Gil, ah, Jelaine Maxwell. I'm butchering her name, but Giselle Jelaine Maxwell. Someone knows her her pronunciation. But you notice how she was arrested for having a ledger, right? Her and uh, you know, uh, oh man, what was her guy? What was her guy name that, that allegedly committed suicide? It'll come to me in a moment. But Jelaine Maxwell was arrested for being an accomplice with, uh, oh, my God, Epstein, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Epstein. Right. Epstein was the famous guy that basically he was, uh, you know, his claim to fame was he provided, you know, weird entertainment for very rich clients. And that entertainment goes by way of child sex trafficking, et cetera, et cetera. And he mysteriously kills himself. When, uh, yeah, whatever. And his um, co-defendant, she goes to jail and she has a list of all of the famous clients that went to his private island to engage in acts of underage children. So, you know, it's weird. She goes to jail. But what the fuck happened to her list of all the celebrities that was on his island? You notice how they just put the fire out on that story? So they got rid of the people that was in charge of the rink, but who the fuck was funding it and who's still keeping it going now that they're out the picture? It, it's disturbing, right? Because in this country alone, somewhere upwards to almost 800,000 people go missing, many of them young children. Now, there was a situation at the top of 2020 where a bus driver that worked for for Disney, um, excuse me, that works for Disney World, uh, Disneyland, a bus driver got caught in a sting operation where he basically was. They were kidnapping children from Disneyland and these children end up in child sex trafficking rings and they arrested sheriffs and they, they, it was law enforcement. It was like five or six different agencies. They got caught up in this thing with abducting children. Now, what's crazy, right? When in 2020, when all the businesses shut down, everybody, you know, 
Nobody can make no money. The first business to open back up. Check me on this. The first business to open back up when the world was in the middle of a pandemic. Oh, my God. Thousands of people dying a day. The first business to open back up was Disneyland. Remember that? Remember 2020? And they also had the NBA. They had the uh, all-star game and all that shit. And NBA players, remember, they were playing inside this bubble that was on the Disneyland property. You remember? What type of... um, what type of uh, weirdness do you got to have in you that when everybody in the world stops, all industry stops, people that have to be around children, they made sure Disneyland was still up and running during the pandemic. Fuck that. We're too mass. Bring your kid out. What is that about? Why is Disney so invested in this thing and then you look at all the Disney cartoons that have over sexualized images drawn hidden within the cartoons all dealing with the subconscious so I say that to say this the same people that created those sinister cartoons to, to manipulate the minds of our children and you know change their thought patterns are the same people that got caught Putting child pornography in a fucking Balenciaga ad. Who are they speaking to? Because we're not buying no fucking Balenciaga every day. Yeah, people will buy a t-shirt and all this shit trying to keep up with the Joneses. But I'm talking about the people that can leave out Balenciaga with big bags. So they're speaking to a particular group of people that have financial incentive behind them. They're speaking to people with the bag. And those that got the bag seem to be engaging in quirky fucking behavior. But remember, this is all their agenda too. Because I got no, I got nothing against your sexual preference, right? If, if, if you like to sleep with giraffes, that's preference, right? But it shouldn't be you get to throw a parade to let everyone know that you sleep with giraffes and and you're 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 spewing hate speech if you disagree with my lifestyle with sleeping with giraffes. That's here and over there. I say that to say this. Pushing this agenda. Because in New York City alone, right? You know, they have the pride parades and all this other shit. I saw so many young children in the parade with their parents and, and, and family members. And they just, the kids just think, you know, hey, it's a parade. Like, you know, fucking Thanksgiving Day Parade. But if you see the way the adults were dressed and I'm like, yo, you're next to a five-year-old. Guy had his like fucking ass out on like on some print shit. And I'm looking like, wait a minute, like what the f- So what are you promoting to these young kids? You could be whatever you want to be. You could do That's dangerous. Because if someone's agenda is sleep with your child, to rape your child, to push something on your child, then they're gonna make it seem fun. That's why they're having all these fucking global parades and they got channels and and everywhere is a flag and this and that because it, it has nothing to do with someone's own personal thing. I like to smoke weed. Should I have a parade for smoking weed? Should it be a weed parade? <laughs> like, like, just just think of this. How does someone's personal preference comes a right
to where that they'll compare their strife with the strife of us not getting respected as a nation in this country. Us still being treated as three fifths of a human in this country. Us treated as second class citizens when we are the indigenous people of this land. So I don't want to just, you know, go off on a tangent, but I'm just trying to make some sense of this because the people that seem to be the the spokesmen for morality say they seem to be funding the most immoral shit out there. Right? Just think of that. Balenciaga, oh my god. Kanye's a racist and and then they get caught in a child pornography thing and, and, and it's no fucking backlash. Not one ad, but two ads. It's the reason Ye called them out. Salute to Ye for calling them out. Because if we don't call them out, we're wasting our fucking time, right? Because we're just going to be offended when they tell us to be offended. That's that. Who invented cancel culture? Our people can't cancel nobody. We can't cancel nobody. You know what I'm saying? Because we don't print the money and we don't run the institutions and we don't control media. But there's a group of people. That, and, and and it's not conspiracy because we watched this particular group of people who classify themselves as small hat Jews. We watched them attack. Brother Ye, and then our brother Kyrie. And, and you watch where Kyrie is still being taunted in, in interviews and you know when he recently came back from the game excuse me when he came back to the game he uh basically um he says uh you know i met with a lot of the you know jewish leaders and i have a different understanding basically they 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 buck broke him right they buck broke him it's where 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 you're rebellious to the status quo to the system and we're gonna make you a humble nigga we're gonna humble you and you could see in the interviews, Kyrie looked defeated. He looked defeated, man. He looked because because he knew that damn, I done lost probably like ten million already. I'm losing stuff by the day, and all I did was tweet something. Like, not get it. Like he didn't go all the way out like um, Ye did on his stance. But when he was attacked, he stood up for himself. So I give the brother Kyrie that. But at the end of the day, man, that brother just want to play ball, and I get it. But what he doesn't understand. They're never going to let them live it down, right? They'll use the talking heads, the, the um, Stephen A. Smiths, the Charles Barkleys, all these house niggas to, to keep whipping him into shape. And when he came back to the, to the game, right, uh, the game against the Memphis Grizzlies, there were um, a few hundred uh, Hebrew Israelites marching outside in favor of Kyrie, right? And the brothers, you know, were marching in solidarity, you know, salute to those brothers for that. And, you know, they were giving out some literature and they were letting people know we stand with uh, Kyrie and we, you know, we support that movie from um, uh, Hebrew, from Negroes to Hebrews. And we are the true Semites. We are the, the, the original Jews, right? And they tried to spin him, you know, in the, in the press conference after the game. They was, oh, well, what's your... What's your, your stance between those, you know, those mobs of black Israelite extremist guys that were outside the stadium? And when uh, he sideswiped them, he said, I'm not going to get into that. Those brothers were just exercising their right to do so, just to speak their mind. And they did touch. But you see how they're going to still, you don't stand with your people, right? 
You don't stand with them, do you? Right? So they, they're going to make you stand on what you said. Because they say, oh, loudly, you are saying that you, you're the true Semite and you're the true. And then you watch him now. And he ain't got nothing to say. I just want to play ball. But they're not going to let him live it down. So just know, Kyrie, the, the battle is not over, my brother. We commend you for just standing up and what you were doing. You know, as of recent, the brother donated uh, $60,000 to one of the oldest uh, black Muslim schools in New York City. So salute to the brother for that. He also donated some money for uh, the Shanquilla Robinson uh, situation, the sister that was uh, killed in uh, Cabo when she was vacationing with her friends. So the list goes on and on. You know, yay, you know, donated, you know, $2 million to George Floyd's daughter. You know, this is right after the George Floyd case concluded and all these people that were taking shots at yay, they didn't donate a fucking penny. Charlemagne the gods and all these other clowns, these talking heads that, that are paid to attack their own people. These, these guys didn't donate one cent to George Floyd's family. But the minute, you know, he was saying that, you know, maybe we should look at the tape and, you know, it's something questionable about, you know, how this brother passed. All he, he said was his opinion. And, and in this country where we're, we're supposed to be supported by free speech. We all should be entitled to our opinion. But you got a group of people that say the only opinion is valid is our opinion. If you're opposing our opinion, we'll make you pay for it. So I just wanted to go into something, right? Because he recently came out with an interview and he was talking about, you know, this whole situation started because I caught them stealing. I caught Adidas. I caught Gap. I caught them stealing my designs. See, everybody forgets that part. Everybody just said, yo, Kanye, Kanye just wild out and he just starts spewing shit and he's racist. I call these people thieves. I got proof that you guys are forging my signature on contracts. It's a federal crime. But 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 he's of a race shouldn't have the right to sue right because everybody should research the Dred Scott case what was the Dred Scott case about the Dred Scott case was about a brother named Dred Scott who bought his freedom who moved to another state where slavery was still going on and they didn't want to recognize his new status of being free so they said he was going up to sue someone and they said Negroes don't even have the right to sue this mindset is still echoed in the courthouses because if you don't have that couple dollars to speak that language you're guilty instantaneously so in this case the Dred Scott case there was uh, Chief Justice Taney and I quote he says the Negro has no rights that a white man is bound to respect this is in the transcripts transcripts of the Supreme Court court ruling case the Dred Scott case because it, it, it deludes to people calling themselves descendants of Africans i.e. so-called African Americans could never be citizens in this country now look at that statement you got a group of people that in 2022 they're still screaming my life matters please don't kill me my life matters we love everybody we're not racist when we didn't create the institution of racism. We didn't benefit off of it and we don't perpetrate it. And there's a group of people that still perpetrate it still to this day. And historically, 
you'll look at the systemic racism that we've been dealing with in this country generationally and we're we're taught to forget it forget it forget it forget it forget your pushing back at your oppression and you know what we're going to give you in 2022 we're going to give you a fucking will smith movie emancipation slaves of the future and the problem with that will smith movie and man, i'm slave movie out i'll never support any slave movie moving forward ever 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 not even a slave cartoon right none of that shit because you guys know that story so well right you gave us so many movies so it's like why are you trying to keep us suspended in reality in 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 in, in this state of you guys were slaves and nothing more matter of fact you guys were good slaves broken slaves because in that movie emancipation will smith plays a guy it's a famous picture that i've always seen uh in a lot of the conscious cir circles there was a brother that was whipped and his back was so oh my god his back was so severely fucking beaten you know you could see his skin tearing and you could see the lines of the whips all across his back it's a famous picture they actually have this shit in the museum and this particular guy that's in the picture that's the starring character of the movie Emancipation with Will Smith. So what are they telling us? Will Smith's our beaten slave, and he's finally going to get his emancipation. And we've seen his little fiasco with the, you know, the staged uh, slap at the Oscars and all that shit. And he's supposed to be banned from the Oscars for 10 years. And, and if you look at the look on that brother's face, he got tired of tap dancing for fucking Hollywood because he'd been doing it this whole time kids on to the shit the alternative lifestyles the all the you see that come on his daughters shaves her head she, she's she's god she's confused on what she want to do the son was a model for prada he, he he wore a dress fashion ad not uh oh my god that was a kilt nah this this young brother wore a fucking dress in his <laughs> his ad so and I said it to say this because his will sacrificed a lot and, you know, they kept that brother famous for a long time. Right. Every movie he's been in, his movie's been selling and this, that and the other. But the minute you want to stop dancing to their beat, they're going to make you pay for it. So that last movie that we're probably going to see Will Smith in, which is going to be a flopper. Right. Because they sell it to our people as if it's something for us. And we didn't ask for another slave movie. Uh, Anthony Fuqua, the director, which is a brother. So they sell it like, oh, the movie was, it's a slave movie, but it's starring a black man. It's directed by a black man, but it's written by a European. All the slave movies are written by them. So how is it they're going to keep telling us our history from their account? I don't want to hear his story. That's why I, I call myself an our historian, because I'm interested in our story. The real one. Not no fucking 400 year myth. Because it didn't happen in its 400 year entirety. Now there were pockets of states that had slavery going on. But you got to keep in mind. The so-called United States wasn't that before the Louisiana Purchase. Half of the country didn't even belong to the United States. Where you got several other nations that all came here fighting for the land of the indigenous people. And we're not just talking of the so-called pale-faced Mongolian mixed Native Americans 
We're talking about the true American Indian, which is our people. Who is the true Jew? Who is the true Moor? All of all of these names delude to a people who got their identity stolen, history wiped out, and we run around trying to call ourselves a color when no one else on the planet refers to themselves as a color. And in fact, if you looked in the law dictionary and you looked up the definition of color, the assemblance of the appearance of that which appears to be but not real in reality a deceptive appearance a disguise that's the law dictionary for color so when they run around and say people of color and all that that's vague statements because you'll have grassroots movements that were fighting for our rights as our people the true indigenous people the true americans and you'll have every other so-called minority group reap the benefits when we were on the front lines and all the laws go in their favor. You, you hear it. Every, look at all the other so-called races that subscribe to the term people of color, right? We're all people of color, right? Anyone that doesn't classify themselves as white is uh, classified as people of color. But when you see people of color, the only people in the streets are your people screaming that your life matters. Somebody from Bangladesh ain't got to tell the police their life matters. There's an embassy that's going to handle that. There's a nation that speaks for that person. Somebody from Nigeria doesn't have to tell you his life matters. They're going to know he's not an African-American. They're going to know he's from the continent. They're going to know his country has an embassy that politically we're going to have to deal with that. Speaks for us. Tell us we're from Africa. No nations in Africa would claim us still to this day would speak and be an ally in our fight for reparations and to stop this ongoing oppression of our people. Don't you find it odd? None of the Indian people that, you know, set up shop in our neighborhoods and, you know, get corner stores with, you know, five inch bulletproof glass and, you know, usurp all the money from the community. They don't have to put their hands up and say, you know, my life matters because the police know their life matters. The only people that are still doing it are the ones that were treated less than human. How do we know that? They keep showing us movies reminding of the treatment that they caused. And when I say they, I'm talking about any racial group that benefited benefited from the institution of slavery. I'm speaking of the Chase, the J.P. Morgans, all the banks that their charter money, their startup money came off the backs of the institution of slavery. Talk about that. Because if you got a group of people that keeps telling you, hey, Go back to the time we were suffering for a few years during our Holocaust. Well, what about our century after century after century, even to present day Holocaust? They don't want to talk about that because that white guilt is real. They make slave movies for white guilt and they monetize so-called black trauma. That shit got to stop. We're done watching slave movies. I don't give a fuck if... Denzel is starring, my G. I'm not watching another slave movie. The last uh, biggest slave movie was 12 Years a Slave, and that movie grossed over $200 million. I mean, that's a little bit for reparations. And they could have gave that to the, they could have redistributed that to the community of the people they harmed. Nope. They not only got money off of our trauma. <laughs> 
telling us the story of what they did to us. They even made money on the resale. They even make money while they streaming it. But you can't even have your own opinion. So you the racist. Who caused the Holocaust? What? what? When, when we went over how many countries are still paying reparations to the Jews for the Holocaust. About several billion for Germany. Billion for Austria. A billion for Europe. In fact, in Britain, as of 2019, they paid back an endowment for 900 something million. And this 900 something million was compensation for the slave masters. Got what I'm putting down. 2019, taxpayer money in Europe paid an endowment for slave masters who. <laughs> After slavery, they were out. So the only people after slavery that were compensated were the slave masters that participated in. The problem with that. So I want to go into something, right? Because Ye, Ye said a lot, man. And as of recent, uh, Ye is basically putting. Uh, <laughs> he grabbed all the Balenciaga and Gucci and all the high end shit he can find, and he's rebranding it, right? He put his uh, Yay 24 logo on there, right? Yay 24, because he's running for president in 2024. And I, I would say that we all should vote for him. Why? To be a glitch in the system. Oh, what if he's a plant? What if he's a prodigy? Listen, we could talk to Yay. Can you talk to Biden? The president that, you know, got more votes than any other president in history, but you haven't seen him since his election. The only president that had a virtual inauguration. <laughs> Nobody showed up. The only president that ran on a platform that says, I'm going to cancel everybody's student debt. And everybody ran to go vote for this guy when he never had the constitutional power to do it. In fact, the courts just blocked that shit. And here's the thing. They're going to run on a platform because they got the case tied up in Supreme Court. What am I talking about? As of June, July, excuse me, July of 2023, they basically deferred the lawsuit. Right. Because the lawsuit basically says that, you know, the, the Biden administration never had any power to discharge anybody's fucking student debt. So they lied to the people to get your vote. But we're cool with that. Right. Because every politician lies, right? So, but Ye is speaking honestly to us because he's not a politician. Just like Trump was speaking honesty to us. But his type of honesty rubbed people the wrong way because they don't like him as a person. And I get it. But you got to look at some of the shit Trump was saying. And he said we should do away with the Federal Reserve and we should get rid of the IRS and all. All of this stuff is of the Republic. All this stuff is showing you that, yo, they created all this shit to keep us enslaved. So you don't look at the messenger, look at the message that's being said. But I digress. I'm not telling you to vote for Trump this time around. I'm telling you to vote for Ye. Let's fuck up their system. Yep. Oh, my God. What is that going to do? The president, you know, is just a figurehead. He doesn't really change anything. Exactly. But what I'm trying to get us to say. We as a people are the only people that don't vote in a block. 
when these politicians go shucking and jiving in neighborhoods and they go to Little Italy, they got to give a message curtailed to all the Italians because they all vote as Italians. When they go to Korea and Koreatown and they got to get a message skewed at the Koreans trying to get their vote, they got to cater to the Korean people because they vote as a block. So what I'm saying to our people, stop whoring out your vote. Look at what Ye's talking about. Listen to what he's trying to put in place because he's doing it in real time. When he's talking about creating these these cities for the homeless and 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 man, this, this shit is crazy. The ideas that the brother is implementing in real time and he's doing with his own money. Biden ran off of I'm going to cancel your student debt. And that didn't happen. They fucking lied to the people. You got millions of people thinking that their loan is going to be discharged. But here's the thing. They got the, the Supreme Court case deferred until July of 2023. What does that mean? They're not going to discharge your debt, but they're not going to collect your payments until that case is brought back up in July of 2023. So which means they're going to run on that platform again to get your vote again. See, guys, I, I did it. I did what I said. I'm going to end student loan, which they didn't. People's applications weren't accepted. They sent people shit. Oh, your application is accepted in the event it's untied up in the courts and then we could discharge it. When they got the power to discharge all that shit, as per 1833, the Federal Reserve Act. But hey, do some research on that, right? So, Ye goes into a lot of uh, what he's talking about, that once he announced he was running for president, they start freezing his accounts. They start really talking. This is why they're talking this anti-Semitism shit, because they know that a lot of our people are going to vote for him because of many of the, the most of 99.9% of the stuff he said, you can fact check him on it. And the brother is genuinely for his people, right? So they know he's going to be a problem and it's not even just him. It's whoever, anybody that had his energy in this time, the people are going to be looking to vote for because we're done on empty promises from fucking politicians. Look at Obama, right? Change. Yes, we can. This is Obama's vice president who's currently president. So he's been in there 12 years. Damn near. He's been a politician. 70, 80 years of his life. And he don't have to do anything for you. Anti-Semitism. The, the head of the KKK is cool with the Biden. You seen the pictures? We, he did a speaking engagement at a fucking Klan rally. And you guys still voted for him. Now, that's here and there. But I'm just saying, how is it that you're going so hard to, to call yay this or that or this or that when the people that are giving you the talking points... All they dirt is swept up under the rug. So remember what I said. That's the new platform for the person that you're going to reelect. <laughs> he didn't give you anything. He didn't even meet with your community to talk about building up infrastructure or anything. Anything. Matter of fact, all the women that want to say, oh, the first black female vice president. You ever seen her in your neighborhood? She ever did a press conference in your hood? She ever talked to any of your... Matter of fact, have you ever seen the two of them in the same room in the past six months? I haven't seen even one of them on the White House property. 
something is awry with that whole situation. Just keep in mind, when's the last time you see the president give a press conference on the lawn of the White House? That's, that's, that's iconic, right? You've seen that through all the presidents. Even Trump did it. But you mean to tell me the president that seemed to have 80 million votes, more votes than any president in history, the, 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 the Zoom call president, weekend at Bernie's president and shit, is going to get reelected <laughs> before he checks out, right? Or is she going to become the president? Or did they set the tone for you to think that Kanye's racist, so you would never vote for him? He's cool with Trump, so you would never vote for him. What is he talking about? What fight is he picking up that your children are looking at and say, damn, you know what? I want to stand up too. Children out here killing themselves for high end fashion, for bullshit. That's, that's, excuse me, for bullshit that's made in sweatshops. Yay takes their clothing and says, you know what? I'm going to sell their shit, their fabrics for $20. And this was the whole grife. Adidas and the Gap was still in his designs when in the Gap he was trying to make clothing affordable. He's trying to make the price point at $20. What's wrong with that? Because they want to rip off the population, not make something affordable so everybody can buy it and then they don't have to keep catching every sale every week. Same thing like look at the, the situation with Stefan Marbury, right? Stefan Marbury, uh, Famous basketball player. He puts his money where his mouth is. He creates a sneaker that's 20 bucks. But his sneakers were made in the same factory as Jordan's and all these other ones. But they don't have the high-end promotion and all this other shit. So most of the kids didn't really take to the $20 basketball sneakers. But they actually were good for your feet. But here's the thing. Ye tried to take the same concept. And then the Gap said, you know what? Nah, we're we're going we're gonna to sell shit for $20 and make our families generational wealthy. You can't, you don't get to do that. We give you a percentage. We give you points on the package. How do you give me points on the package and make me a worker when I created the recipe? So he finds them that the lawyer that they had, that they hired to do business with him, the lawyer was forging his signature trying to steal IP addresses. Pay attention. So, Ye called them out on this all before he did the interview on Drink Champs. See, a lot of our people are late to the party because people thinking, oh, man, he said some crazy shit in the interview. And that's why people, you know, he's always saying something crazy when, no, he, he issued a cease and desist on the Gap and Adidas for stealing his designs. I said, that's all. And we're here now. So, you can make money with thieves. If you call him a thief. All the thieves. <laughs> My mentality. They going to round up on you. So. You know there. But let's get into it. Yeah, it was uh, speaking of all of the situations where. You remember that uh, he had uh, several hundred million in the banks and. uh you know, Chase said, you know, you can't bank here. You're anti-Semitic when, you know, I've never seen a racist dollar because, you know, all the racists seem to have all the money. But, yay, the accounts were froze. So now as of recent, four of his accounts totaling $75 million. And these were the accounts that he had with Adidas. 
Adidas, remember, this is contractual agreement. This is money he earned. Adidas went through the bank and froze his accounts. Now, you might say, oh, man, he's a rich guy. He's complaining. Listen to what I just said. The company he was doing business with that said, we don't like the way you think. We're going to go into your accounts and freeze your money, not the bank. They did it and got the bank to sign off on it. So now if that can happen to Yay, what do you think is going to happen to you in a year? What if your boss doesn't like what you tweeted? And what, what if the IRS say we don't like what you put on your Facebook so you don't get your tax? No, we just took it out your account. No, we just froze it. You might be anti-Semitic. You got to explain. Unfreeze your money. You think this shit's not going to happen? Whatever we allow to happen and we don't say nothing, we're voting for. That in mind. And all this stuff, we, we keep thinking that, you know, oh, this is one isolated incident after another, after another. Man, they're curtailing your baby's way of thinking to get them to see the world the way they see it. So everything that they want to get away with, they'll get away with with no backlash. Interesting shit. Now, Ye is at his factory and he's showing where he cut up all these Balenciaga clothes, rebranded it with his logo, and he's selling for 20 bucks. But he's showing you how we can tear down these corporations. I wanna wake up with you in my beautiful morning. What can I turn to? Ah, ah, no other help I know. No other help I know. No other help I know. Father, thank you for bringing us together this morning. Thank you for starting this week off. Thank you for waking up. Thank you for the oxygen. Thank you for the food. Thank you for the clothing. Thank you for the shelter. And thank you for sending your son to die for us. The way and the light. There is no other help that we know. Yahshua. Christ. In your son's name. Amen. So what we're doing is working on training, working, developing, going from cotton to developing the cotton to developing the clothes. We do a lot of research with military clothing, with Yeezy, Helen Lang, Ralph Lauren. As you can see, Balenciaga. We really like to cut the Balenciaga pieces, and that's the reason why we work with them a lot. And then applying it to just be, you know, a uniform. Like this is a uniform you're wearing. It looks super fresh with the grays and everything and the <clears throat> white sneakers and everything. That's just, that's like, just like a hood basic right there. And so like this jacket I'm wearing right now, I took like 
a lot of ideas and he mixes it together. So it's like Pixar jackets, like taking a rip stop. Because usually if you get a bomber, they do it in this nylon, but we're using biodegradable fabric. So everything had to be this dry fabric. So it doesn't create landfills. It just goes back into the earth. And then we just kept working on the cut over and over and then just put the hoodie with it. You know, it's, you never know when you might want to steal your, oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? You now you see, you see this company? You know what I'm saying? So what we have planned for the week is we have meetings with civil engineers this week and theologists for the new Donda curriculum. Donda is now the Donda Theology Engineering University. We need people who have vocational training skill sets. This is the way we bring our country back into power. We have to train our children to be able to bring physical things we need in America, right here. You know, we're not gonna talk about what we're not gonna do. We're only gonna focus on what we're gonna do. And what we are, what we're gonna do right here in America. The reason why I'm saying that I'm running for president is I want the FCC to look at my money. If the FCC was looking at my money, there had been a possibility that Adidas wouldn't have went into JP Morgan and froze my account put a $75 million hold on four different accounts. I went from being a multi-billionaire to not being able to use my Apple Pay. Four nights ago, I couldn't use my Apple Pay because somehow Adidas was able to legally go in and freeze my money. And when I see this, I think, well, if this could happen to me, this could happen to other Americans. And for what? Well, this could happen to an American that didn't even steal anything. That didn't even hurt anyone. This is you for saying the wrong idea out loud, for expressing yourself, for expressing frustration. How many of you guys have been at a job and you were frustrated with a manager or a situation and you didn't want to say anything because you didn't want to go back to your dad? You might be taking care of your dad. You know what I'm saying? He might be elderly. And this person at your job can treat you a certain way because you're not going to lose that position because you know you got to take care of your dad. So you deal with a lot of things. You know, you saw what Adidas is trying to do. They showed you the reason why I put in the termination notice to Adidas originally a couple months back is they were trying to steal my company from me and steal my designs. They hired my lawyer. They paid the lawyer, Equan Rowe. They paid this lawyer to sign off my IP, North St. Chicago Psalms IP to Adidas. This is a major company doing this to a major person in front of everyone. So what happens behind closed doors? If that can happen to Ye, what can happen to you? To your grandparents, to your parents, to your children, to your cousin, your nieces, your nephews reason why Jesus has to sit at the throne and in this Christian company this Christian country
Fordian slip because we are the youngest startup in history. You know, America, this is a Christian country that has to be ran with strong Christian values. Not this cafeteria, pick and choose what you want. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's take the topic of life. Yes, I'm about life. I'm about life. Because what's the opposite of life? Does anyone know what the opposite of life is? Death. Death. I am very much about life. I am not about death. It's promise, but that's in God's hands. But we need opportunities. We need to be able to give choices because people are afraid to bring people into this world. We feel like we don't have the resources to be able to bring children into this world nowadays. But there's more than enough resources for people to be happy in this world. And as Americans, we have to show, we had a vision of the future and and all these inventors were pushing this vision. And somehow we started to just go into a loop. With this vision, we can create platforms that make people feel like it's okay to bring a child into this world. So as the future head of state, this is my perspective on life. Give opportunities for more life. Like my man Drake says, more life. Give opportunities for more life. This is the thing. You can't get so much on taking away opportunities until you give other opportunities. And me, I realize that. I am a strong Christian leader and father and an inventor and a visionary. And I realize you can't tell someone, don't eat this food that's killing you without giving them another plate of food. We've got to show them that it's something better. When they see me at Complex Con yesterday and saw the cut of this jacket, you knew at that point it was something better. And it takes all of the same kind of study with food. We do that same type of study with shelter. We do that same type of study with education and curriculum. I am the son of Raymond West and Dr. Don West. I am the offspring. 45 years old and it's time to step into the role my bloodline these educators anybody ask anybody to have my mom as a teacher how much she inspired them how much they loved her that very love is what we have to give people of all walks of life come up to me they come to me at the hotel they come to me in the streets and Sometimes they're hurt by ideas, things that I've said that people won't say out loud, and I just give them a hug. And then they start to say to me, hey, the very things that you said and what you're talking about is actually being proven by the way you're being treated. And, you know, I just want to give, I know a lot of people are going through a lot of hardships, but I especially want to talk to all of my family at Adidas. So many years, we've put together incredible work and incredible designs that changed the game.
You know, when we did the, uh, the foam runner, people from Mercedes-Benz called us and said, this is the design of the year. We are leading design organization. When we designed the McDonald's box and got Nato Fukasawa, the lead designer Muji to design this box. I know that Johnny Ives and Mark Newsom saw that, the Apple designers. I know that you guys in the design world see what we're doing. So at Adidas, what you're doing with the price points, with the Demna collaboration and Balenciaga collaboration is not right. It's $1,000, it's $2,000. You have Demna in a golden cage. Everyone knows and every designer knows other than Ray Kawakuba. <laughs> but unless you Ray Kawakuba, you know that Dimna, Dimna's are our Ray. Ye is a Ray also, <laughs> but Dimna's our Ray. Ray Kawakuba is the, the creator of Calm de Garcon. Unless you Ray Kawakuba, everyone knows that Dimna is the Ray Kawakuba of our generation. And at Adidas, to take what he's doing and put it inside of a $2,000 box. So it's only for the rich people. That mentality is played out. It's a dinosaur mentality and it's only a matter of time till we get hit with iceberg. We have to And how do we have people scamming, selling dope, selling messages of death in order to buy a jacket for $5,000, $6,000 and take all the celebrities and we push that. I'm not pointing fingers because I was doing the same thing until God brought me down to a place where I can really serve him. Because if I'm sitting on any kind of high throne that he didn't give, then I'm not in full service to him. All of the things that got taken away from me, I'm so thankful for that because I get to serve God better. So going into Thanksgiving, I know that people at Adidas are not gonna have the best Thanksgiving. I know that they're not gonna have the best Christmas. But if any way I can indemnify what they've done, even though they, they took that IP, they hired lawyers to sign it over. I, I promise everyone out there, those designs, they still good by me. Those designs still good by me. I know y'all saying, we not gonna buy them unless Shay got them. If y'all want those designs, they still good by me. I promise you, I can guarantee you one thing. On Thanksgiving and on Christmas, North, St. Chicago, Song, they gonna all have a good meal. And that's what we do it for, our families. So I'm telling you, this Christmas, this Thanksgiving, whatever Adidas wants to drop, and you know that that was a design that we put in, those are good by me. And hopefully this can like heal, this can, this can heal some of the bleeding. Also, I know another thing is for everyone in contracts, I know that this will never happen again in history. There will never be a situation 
where people end a multi-billion dollar deal off of a tweet. So I would like to thank everyone that was involved with this negotiation. Thank God no one was hurt in the process. And I feel free. You heard it. You heard it from the man himself. Yay. Yay, 24. So, as I say this to say, what was hate speech and anything that brother just said? More like motivation. More like innovation. And what he's attacking is an old system that's no more. Right? It's holding on and still trying to show that it's menacing and it's threatening and it's the big bully on the block. But that old system is no more. And it's going to take people like you listening to this podcast. It's going to take your children. It's like this to to not be afraid to have an opinion. Those that stand by and watch oppression are worse than the oppressors. So in 2024, you heard of all the other presidential candidates in history that's never, ever spoken directly to our people. We know that the president is a figurehead. We're not talking about that, but I'm talking about spiritual symbology, right? Because when Obama was in there and everyone all <laughs> what happened in eight years, Eight years, you didn't have no talks of reparations. Eight years, you didn't get no laws put on the books. More people got killed. Black Lives Matter thrived during the Obama presidency. So you've seen that nothing really helped our people. But to fast forward, just to see the image of someone that looks like you holding the highest office, that does something to your children. So imagine to see a brother like Ye in that office after the fight he's fought. The only artist of its kind that's took on the entire industry to say they're all you guys are all criminals, that you're robbing every last one of these artists. Now, most of these artists are too busy keeping up a facade. They got all these millions, so they'll never stand with Ye on that. The Jay-Z's, the Beyonce's of the world's, they're puppets and they all have an allowance. Allowance? An allowance. And the minute you're not in line with their agenda, they hit you with a tax evasion, they call the IRS, they hit you with a RICO. They, they got countless ways to, you know, basically separate you from your money. And many of the celebrities know that. Shit, in fact, they all know that. Many of them are not idiots, you know what I'm saying? I know some celebrities are just, you know, talking heads and, you know, bobblehead dolls, but a lot of celebrities have access to resources and information. So you might have came in this unaware as to what's going on, but you 20, 30 years in the business, you know what's going on. And you're only sustaining your celebrity because you know what's going on. And you're going to keep your mouth shut and allow it to continue to go on. So what Ye is attacking is an old system of oppression that's no more. Because the people that classify themselves 
the small hats that classify themselves as Jews, they're the tip of the iceberg. You know, you got the Jesuits, you got a lot of other different factions, but they all classify themselves as so-called whites. But remember, white is an idea. It's not a skin color. So when did they become white? The Naturalization Act of 1790. They became white by an act of legislation. Groups and groups of people all decided to come up under one banner. So why, as a people, we don't come up under one banner? The indigenous people of the Americas. Because we're a different breed, right? We have no ties to Africa in the sense of no nations over there will claim us and argue for reparations on our behalf. No nations over there would argue for land acquisition on our behalf. So fight must happen here in America. See, we're a new breed of people because we are a mixture of those indigenous of this land and of those of the continent. So I'm not separating you from the continent. I'm telling you that you're indigenous to the entire planet. God's first people. Why wouldn't you be the first people in Australia? <laughs> the first people in China, the first people in Asia, the first people in Europe, in which we were, but they weren't calling themselves black. Because if white is a status, it's an idea adopted by a group of people, then black has to also be that idea, too, because they once called us Afro-American. Remember that? They also called us colored Americans. You remember that? Then they called us Negro Americans. Did you notice the American was always with it? But it's funny that the people that classify themselves as white... They tell you their story. Many of them came from Europe, but they're not called European Americans. They call themselves Americans because they traded places with you. The pilgrims have now become. Indian. And the Indians continue to call themselves homeless. Because when you call yourself an African-American, you're not tying yourself to Africa nor America. That's a misnomer. Not a nationality. How do I prove that? 50 years before that, they called you a colored American. So where are the colored people? If somebody called you colored today, you would feel offended. But it's just like calling you a nigga. It's just like calling you a Negro. It's just like calling you an African American. It's all deluding to something that's not you. So if white was an identity created by the Naturalization Act of 1790, the Nationality Act of 1790, then black, which came later after Afro-American, colored American, Negro American, black has to be a created identity also. I'm not attacking anyone to say, man, brother, black is the cosmic and gods. And I get all that spiritual shit, but I'm speaking law to you right now. And that's why we get our ass kicked, because many of us don't want to deal with law. We want to deal with. That's my opinion. Oh, well, because the white man called us that. Well, I'm going to redefine the definition. That's not how that works. They gave you a name that you're clinging on to as if it's your identity. So if white classified as the status diluting to the Naturalization Act, Naturalization Act of 1790, then black dilutes to a title also. Civil tier. Mortus. Civil tier mortus is a legal Latin phrase that basically says your rights are civilly dead in the eye.
law. Your rights are civilly dead in the eyes of the law. You have no rights that any other group would respect. The term black? Because the people that classify themselves as black are the only ones screaming, life matters, don't shoot me. Why no other race in this country got to do that? Because murder's a crime. <laughs> Anywhere you go. But when someone gets killed in our group, because we're confessing to be civilitaire mortus, not the ancient black gods, because the ancient black gods didn't call themselves black gods. You might see the statue depicted as a black complexion, but black is an identity. In the words of the famous scholar, John Henry Clark, there's a lot of people in the conscious community like to quote Dr. John Henry Clark. He says, it's nothing wrong with the word black. Nothing at all. It just doesn't tie you to a land, a language, or a people. The proper name of a people must always relate to land, history, and culture. So part of our identities being stolen from us, we continue to perpetrate the fraud by calling your feelings let's look at the fact do me a favor you listening to this podcast right now something black in your apartment something black in your house something black in your car you probably have on a black hoodie it's hoodie season your hoodie is black my brothers with the beards your beard is black take a look at your skin is your skin physically their skin physically white So what else is going white? Remember, we got to see everything in black and white. That's the status game that's being played in this country. And whenever they want groups of people to pay attention to who's really oppressing everyone. Color game. And ain't nobody crayons on this planet. But this is what we're looking at. So when you when you go into the situation of this identity because many of our people that were free after slavery they retroactively became propertyless former slaves slavery ended many of the people that were already free had property they later got recorded in the census records as former slaves so if you were a former slave, many of them, their property was usurped. Because they say, oh, well, your grandparents, we, we, we're not going to honor that land deed because your great-great-grandparent was still a slave. When many of the family were not and were of a free population. But they mixed in the free population and the so-called newly free population to make it look like we just freed all these niggas. But I leave you with this so-called white population <laughs> freed white slaves too i'll give you a tip has anybody ever read the emancipation proclamation the emancipation proclamation written by lincoln right it was a document they said to free slaves right they told us all this shit in school why does the document start out with free all such persons held in bondage free all such persons held in bondage 
But if we were the only slaves, why they just say free all these people from Africa that we stole? Free all these ex-Africans. But it doesn't say that. Free all such persons. Because many of the so-called white slaves that were still working in dentures, servitude contracts, they got freed around that time too. See, we helped fight to free them. See what's taking place? Because even after slavery, we were never actually freed because what happened? You had the Christian black holes in 1724. That went on during slavery, how to treat the slaves and how to reprimand them and how to basically segregate them. And then after slavery ended, you had Jim Crow, which done the same damn thing. In the 60s, they were marching you know, for segregation and equal rights. Why were Martin Luther King and all the other people marching in the 60s? What were they marching for? Civil rights. Didn't I tell you black is the identity? Civil tier mortus, which means your rights are civilly dead in the eyes of the law. That's why they were saying, hey, give us civil rights. But I thought you were free after slavery. So you got human rights. Why are you asking for civil rights? But that's how they duped us. Because Martin Luther King said what? I feel as though I integrated my people into a burning house. And what was he talking about? Because when he signed the document in, in the 1960s for the Civil Rights Act, he found out there was a civil rights bill passed in the 1860s, 100 years before. Promising us the same shit. So you got a group of people that always seem to renege on their promise. And they're telling people they better apologize to them. Not one apology after slavery. Not one red cent of reparation money. And they're telling us to fucking apologize. The audacity of these people. How do we stop this? Let's stand with our brother Yeg. And I'm not saying, oh my God, he's going to be our savior. That's not what I'm saying. As a spiritual token... To let your baby see what masculinity looks like 2024. Somebody that can stand up to a system in spite of all the monetary gain they took in from this brother. They've taken from this brother. He's done what? Stood tall. All of the people that we thought were so macho and courageous and they can't say shit. Since this 2020 scandemic started... Look at all the celebrities that don't have nothing to say. And when they do come out to say, what are they doing? Bashing another brother or sister. That's against the agenda. So, I say that to say this. We all gotta vote like every other race votes. We gotta vote. And vote Democrat, vote Republican, fuck all that. Vote for the brother for in this time that we're in, he's the best candidate. Again, if we vote for him, that means we're behind him. See, every president that got in, were we actually behind any of these people? Or did they just pimp our vote? Even Obama, were we actually behind this nigga for eight years? Or did he just ignore us for eight years? And we just kept dancing to Jay-Z songs, my president is black. Anime is too, all that silly shit. But none of these celebrities use their influence to say, hey, man, let's put a law on the books, man, to stop police from killing us. Nope. They create a bogus organization funded by the Jews. <laughs> and 
founders of Black Lives Matter runs off with $70 million. Not, not a law put on the books or nothing. Because they know you people don't stick together. But let's show them different. YAY stands for anti-oppression. And if you're with anti-oppression, vote for them on that platform alone. 80 million of you <laughs> voted for Biden and all he told you was I'm going to stop student loan and he's been in the office <laughs> his presidency is almost up and can't even get that done so are we going to continue to support out and open fucking liars or fearless truth tellers out and open liars or fearless truth tellers never voted for any of these fraudulent presidents in this country ever but I'm gonna vote for my bro yay yay 24 and I encourage you to do the same again as I said it's not about one man's gonna be the cause no president that ever sat in that seat was anybody's savior but I'm talking about as that image that strong image for our people Show me another candidate. Show me a brother that can lose two Billy and still stand in the face of the oppression and says, I'm going to keep going. When you see all these other people cower. Cower. Hide under the desk. Like, please don't. Don't make me next. So we have to really understand that the power is back in our hands. Right. Because we already know that, you know, the actual votes don't pick the president and it's the electoral college. We understand, the, you know, the intricacies of this. But what I'm saying is this. Can't put a fake candidate in there if the people got the popular vote in terms of. Our spiritual sentiment stands with the brother for the platform he stands on. And we don't need no fancy rhetoric and no fake promises. And this brother is actually putting his money where his mouth is in real time. Let's hear them out. Because the only people we criticize is our own. We're not criticizing those that's funding our. So miss me with that. Anybody say, I'm not voting for you. So who are you voting for? Biden again? <laughs> Let him get another term like, like Obama did. And he ignored you too. All right. We're not a voting party. we voting for family. Yay, 24. Includes another bill. Ye are gods. John 10 34 36. If he called us gods, unto whom the word God came, and the scriptures cannot be broken. You believe me when I say I'm the Son of God. You say I'm blasphemous when I call you God. Scripture, ye are gods. John 10 34 through 36. So the real mission of the Christ, the God inside of you. He wasn't running around Hummer stunting like, yo, I'm God's son. Bow down. Nope. The true gospel was waking up the God inside of you. Ye are gods. It's love and light. Until next time, I'm your host, JF Bay. I'm just here to shine my light your way to help you find your light switch and keep your light lit. You can listen to this podcast, Third Eye High, a higher consciousness of a flyer culture on all streaming platforms. I just want to shout out some of my listeners, right? Because without you, I'm nobody. Shouts out to Janelle. Thanks for tuning in. Shouts out to John. Philip Child of God. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Kayla H. Uh, Brian. Thank 
for tuning in. Dr. Robert uh, James Goodman, thanks for tuning in. Bree uh, Hurtnet, uh, Taryn Thompson, Ali, Ali, where you at, my brother? You should have came on in, bro. <laughs> you could add it to the bill. Salute to my brother Ali on the check-in. Andrew Johnson, salute, bro. Uh, Cecilia Grace, Mr. Astrophysics, uh, Chaplain um, Laporte, Curdy J, Samantha Price, Ansel, Jessica Glover, Daryl, Elizabeth uh, McClung, Charlie Hustle, Jillian, Kimberly, Jamal, Tina, Shamika, uh, Shimarayu, Ishmael, Tricia, Jack, Ransom, Truly, Pedro, Coach D, John uh, Busy, Latasha, uh, Farron Book of Life, Brandon, Marcy, Soulful Renee, Ray, Frankie J. Yeah, I'm saluting everybody, each and every one of you guys tuning in. Thank you for spending some time with me. You could have been doing anything else with your day, but you decided to get this spiritual download. And we have other talks like this on the podcast. You know, you can go back and check out some of the, the past uh, episodes. And again, we're trying to move the world forward with love, innovation, upliftment, family, right? Because we all represent part of that human family. And side and you watch oppression, you're part of and that's the thing. Like it's time for us to speak up. Because it's not about well, let someone else speak up. When are you gonna speak up? Right? And and that's the thing. You gotta use your platform to stand on your truth. And never be afraid to stand on your truth. That cancel culture, all that stuff. We didn't create any of that. People that want to silence those that are trying to be heard because they don't want your message to get out. They created that cancel culture thing. Let's make all that stuff corny. Let's, you know what I'm saying? Let's like let's let's stop riding these talking points when they start bashing our people and we just before we investigate it, we start jumping on them. We automatically crucify them. What I am saying is this. Look at all the people that are I haven't said anything in that important them. Right. Sooner or later, what you're supporting is going to be at your doorstep. Freedom. Or... Salute everybody turning in. Yay, 24. Peace, love, and light. And until next time, love y'all to life. <laughs>